It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of Locked On Titans. I am Jimmy Morris, joined as always by Terry Lambert. Terry, how are you tonight? Doing pretty good. What's going on? I know you are super excited for the schedule release edition of Locked On Titans. Before we get into the Titans schedule, remind you that we cover the Titans from UCMiracles.com. So you can check out our work there uh, for SB Nation. And then you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at JMorrisMCM. Terry is at TLambertFB. You can follow the podcast account at Locked On Titans. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you get podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. You can find us in all of those places. Um, we did an episode earlier this week with Jonathan Hutton of the Midday 180 and Titans Radio. So go back and listen to that if you missed it. Uh, a lot of good insight from him on the Titans in the draft. and it was, it was a pretty long episode, so a lot of good stuff there. Um, all right, so tonight the schedule was released and – Again, you know the the hype over this thing is funny because we've known the opponents since December, um, but now we know the order in which they will play these opponents. And sure, there are some things you can look at um, as far as the way you know travel breaks out and different places they're going to play, weather and that kind of stuff. So I mean, I mean, all that stuff is, is kind of interesting. Um, but so the Titans open in Miami. Uh, and you know when you when you go we go through this and we're gonna we're gonna kind of go game by game and, and give our initial thoughts on it. But keep in mind here that you know we're, we're having this conversation as we sit here. It's the middle of April. Uh, we have no idea what the majority of these teams are going to look like uh, when September rolls around, especially when you get into October, November, December. I mean, we know how things go in an NFL season. You know how much injuries affect the team. You know how much just some teams come out of nowhere and surprise you. So um, that, that's, that's kind of my disclaimer before we get going. Anything you want to add to that, Terry? Yeah, I agree with that. It's just so fluid. You know, and people last year, probably us included, thought the Titans were going to finish up easy with Rams, 49ers, and Cardinals, and the Titans ended up dropping all three of those games. So a uh, grain of salt here with everything you're hearing tonight. We still have a draft to go, still have a full season to play. You know, Injuries start happening in preseason, so... Uh, yeah, not a big deal to me. It, it's cool to see where the Titans play, where they get primetime games, you know how how the bye week shakes out and all that. But uh, not a huge deal to me. But I understand the excitement for people who are traveling and for people who attend the games. Yeah, and and like you said, I remember looking at last year's schedule and thinking that the stretch like October, November, where they played the Ravens and the the Bengals and the Steelers, uh, you know, three out of those four weeks or whatever was going to be a really defining stretch for this team. And if they could get through that, splitting those games, coming out healthy, and like you said, they've got the the, the Cardinals and the Rams and the Forty Nineers, teams that we thought would be wins. And I, imagine, I just remember having a conversation with people. Man, we got the NFC West. That's great. You know, the Seahawks are tough, but those other three teams are all pretty bad. And that, that was kind of the conversation leading into the year. And they they go and you know beat the Seahawks pretty bad uh, here, and then lose to the rest of the teams from the division. So yeah, things change, um, and especially as the season goes along. So yeah, just just kind of keep that in mind as we go here. Uh, week one at Miami. Uh, second year in a row, the Titans will travel to Miami to play the Dolphins. Last year, remember, it was the disaster game where uh, Mario didn't play because of the hamstring injury. You had Matt Castle, uh, a game that the Titans absolutely should have won. If they had won that game, they would have won the division. Um, 
you know, the, a bad call, a, a, you know, Malarkey should have challenged a, a spot in that game. There's just all kinds of stuff that went wrong there. But I don't know. The Dolphins will have Tannehill back, so I mean, I think they'll probably be a little bit better from that standpoint instead of running Jay Cutler out there. But I don't know. To me, that's one of the weaker opponents, and I'm not sure what they can do between now and then to really make their team something that I would fear. Yeah, no more Indomitian Sioux. Uh, no more Jarvis Landry, uh, no more Jay Ajayi since we last saw him. Uh, but yeah, you get Tannehill back. That's a big, big plus. Uh, and we don't know if he's going to come back healthy. That's a that's another asterisk there. Uh, but the first thing I think of when I see Miami Week One, I think it's going to be hot. So uh, I'll take that into account. Uh, you probably see Miami out in the white jerseys. You might see the Titans out in, in the in the light blues just to try and you know shield themselves from some of the heat. So, uh, but yeah, all things considered, pretty uh, pretty manageable week one opponent. A game the Titans should win. Yeah, absolutely. That game's on Fox, which is weird. Yeah, um, that's a that's an AFC AFC game, but it's on Fox. That's not something you normally see. Um, so just you know, kind of keep that in the back of your mind. Next two games are division games, Houston at home and then at Jacksonville. A lot of questions around the Texans. You know, Deshaun Watson, we saw what he did to the Titans and to the rest of the league, really, um, when he was healthy. Obviously, they were a different team after he went down. Uh, you expect him to be back in fully healthy for week one, you know, assuming no other injury happens. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. When I look at this right now, I just kind of assume that, you, you know, you obviously you have two with Houston, two with Jacksonville, two with Indianapolis. If we assume that Deshaun Watson's healthy, Andrew Luck's healthy, I, I think it's going to be a really tough division. And I, I just would kind of assume three and three in those six games. Um, and it's hard to really predict what's going to come where. But, you know, we, we saw last year the Titans matched up really well with the Jaguars. The Jaguars were the best team in the division uh, last year for, for the most. I mean, they won the division, so you, you kind of got to give them that distinction. But I don't know. It, it's just it's really hard to predict what's going to happen within, within the division in the AFC South. But I do think that it's going to be a better division than it was last year, and I don't think you'll see it being the laughing stock of the NFL like it has been in the last couple of years. Yeah, you, you still don't know what you're going to get with Deshaun Watson, even though he set the league on fire. You know, year two of quarterbacks historically don't go as well. The NFL figures you out. Then you've got this ACL injury to take into account. You know, we had the Texans guys on a couple of weeks ago, and they're just over the moon, rightfully so. But I, I don't know. I, I feel like I've seen this story play out before. So that, that's a big question mark. Uh, and, and Jacksonville's Jacksonville. You know who that's who that team is. They're going to play defense. They're going to run the football, and that's that's a pretty tough team to beat. Still, you know, it, it's they're so simple. But uh, I, I'm I'm on the record saying any of these four teams, including the Colts, you know, if Andrew Luck comes back and it's Andrew Luck, the Colts can win this division. So it's going to be fun. Uh, I, I think your point about just going ahead and assuming three and three is is probably an accurate one. Uh, so yeah, the, these division games are going to get nasty starting this year. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it, and that's the thing. It is going to be fun to watch, and that's you know different than what's been in the past. Because even in the year, you know, Jacksonville was terrible. The Titans were terrible. Uh, you, I mean, it's just been a long time since it's been a really good competitive division, and, and I think we'll see that this year. Um, all right, so week four, the Eagles come to Nashville. Uh, you know, obviously, Eagles coming off Super Bowl. 
Uh, you assume that Carson Wentz is going to be back and healthy. Um, I, I, don't, I guess he'll be back for the first start of the year, but you, even if he's not, you assume he's back by the end of September coming off of that ACL. So it'll be a fun game, right? I mean, you've got you know, that offense and, and what we know that they can do. Jim Schwartz coming back to Nashville. I mean, so there's some storylines there. Uh, you, you know, I mean, obviously, when as we look at it today, you'd have to kind of chalk that up as an L for the Titans. I mean, right, the Eagles were clearly a better team than the Titans last year. What kind of adjustments the Titans make? I mean, I, I don't know, but that, that's not a game that I'd feel comfortable. And, and I'm not going. We're not going to go through this and, and say win loss win loss. We're just kind of looking at it as as a high level overview. But if you're looking at that game, I mean, I, I would have trouble picking the Titans in that game. But it'll be fun and kind of a measuring stick for the Titans when they when you see the team that won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, measuring stick for sure. Uh, you just talk about big games. Uh, that's probably a, a top three big game on the schedule. You got the Super Bowl champions coming to town. That roster top to bottom is just is just filthy. It's stacked. Uh, we'll see how Carson Wentz is. Uh, even if he's not right, you saw what Nick Foles can do in, in that offense, and just really how they how they structured their offense and, and, and took apart a, a decent New England defense. There, uh, that's a scary one. Um, but yeah, I don't, I you know we don't want to predict wins and losses there, but uh, I, I struggle to see a Titan, Titans team hanging with the Eagles. And you go to Buffalo the next week. I, I don't I don't see any way that the Bills are drastically improved now they made the playoffs last year but they kind of backed in um you know similar to what the titans did uh you know they're going to draft a quarterback more than likely but right now their quarterbacks are aj mccarron and nathan peterman so doesn't exactly strike fear in the heart of you know opposing teams their fans will be hostile. You know, they're still mad about the Music City Miracle, uh, you know, delusional thinking it was a forward pass. All, all that kind of stuff is still there. But, um, you know, that that's that's kind of a favorable matchup. And, and good that you go there in October instead of December. Yeah, and your quarterback room looks like A.J. McCarron, Nathan Peterman, and potentially a draft pick, maybe even Josh Allen. So they, they're just they're in a bad place. And it's weird because they made the playoffs uh, last year. I just don't think they're any good. Uh, and I expect them to take a couple steps back this year, maybe even uh, working a quarter, a rookie quarterback into the mix. So, uh, yeah, that's that's one of the Titans have to go get it. Then you have Baltimore here, uh, hate the Ravens. Uh, we know the, his, the history between those two teams. But, again, not a team that I, I think we're gonna, really going to be afraid of. Um, Joe Flacco's old they don't have a lot of weapons that you're that you're scared of. That defense is it's still been good, but not you know not the the feared units that you've seen in the past. So I mean that that's a game that I, I think is absolutely winnable, especially here. Titans beat them last year. It seems like we end up playing them every year, but um, you know I, I I don't know that 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 seems like a winnable game. And then you head to London the next week. Uh, to take on the Chargers, and we were talking a little bit before we jumped on here. I mean, you, you go back through the this, this series history against the Chargers, and it, it's pretty much just brutal on the Titans side, even in years where you thought the Titans had the better team. Uh, it just seems like it never works out well against that group. Yeah, I, I don't have high hopes just because of the the series history. You know, it seems stupid, but uh, there seems to be a mental block there, similar to what the Titans had going on with the Colts. So. Uh, yeah, just remembering that last game against the Chargers, Melvin Gordon goes nuts, uh, and then Marcus Mariota has a chance to win the game at the end and throws a crippling pick. So that just kind of seems to be 
how the ball bounces. But uh, yeah, weird, weird to have an 8:30 a.m. start on a Sunday in London. So that that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Waking up with your with your coffee and Titans, and then you'll have the rest of your NFL Sunday. Yeah, that's gonna be like you said. It's gonna be weird. Um, and the kid, that's Ken wasn't hunt revenge game, right? Uh, oh God, he's 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 still the, the offense coordinator there, right? Yeah. Um, so that that'll be fun. Um, all right, so that leads us into the bye week. So coming up, we'll take a look at the remaining part of the schedule. Matt Williamson brings the scouts' perspective to the Locked On NFL podcast. You got to talk. 2018 quarterbacks. Josh Allen has the best quarterback record aside from Lamar Jackson, but the lowest completion percentage other than Josh Rosen. He's just been a complete garbage for the most part when he's been allowed to play. Yeah. I just want to throw a couple nuggets out on Allen, and I know he's a lot bigger, a lot stronger, but he kind of reminds me of early career RG3. What's kind of remarkable about Allen is he is so gifted. And he got better, I thought, this past year, which is encouraging with the anticipatory throws and the touch of his throws. But his deep ball passing is like the worst in the league. Hear Matt with co-host Brian Peacock every day on Locked On NFL. Subscribe or follow today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so coming off the bye, the Titans go to Dallas on Monday Night Football. Uh, Titans got two Monday Night Football games this year, which is cool. Neither one of them are here in Nashville, which is a a little bit unfortunate. But, I mean, that'll be a big stage, obviously. You know, Dallas is one of the premier markets in the league. Um, You know, a a good team, a a tough place to play. Uh, Monday Night Football, all that stuff will be fun. Uh, you know, they're going to look different, right? They're not going to have Dez. Um, you know, it's it, Dak Prescott's team a little bit more, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, so, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. That, that That's just that's going to be a fun environment, if nothing else. Yeah, anytime you play the Cowboys, just for whatever reason, it just seems like a big deal. Uh, playing in that stadium, on that stage, that Monday night stage, it's going to be awesome. Uh, not sure what to make of the Cowboys now. Uh, not a lot of offense outside of uh, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott right now. Uh, we'll see what they do next week in the draft. But, uh, yeah, still still a good roster, still a good offensive line. Uh, it'll be a tough test for the Titans. It's probably an 8-8 eight and eight team. So, uh, you know, kind of similar to the Ravens and the Chargers, the Titans are just going to have to find ways to beat those uh, those middle-dwelling teams. Yeah, and I mean, I think we talked a little bit about this before we came on too. This is probably the the toughest stretch of the schedule. Like I said, you know, October twenty first, you go to London to play the Chargers, then you got the bye, but then you come, you you've got at Dallas out of the bye, then you've got New England at home, and we know what they typically are. Uh, don't expect them to be a whole lot different this year. I mean, they're aging a little bit. We don't know if Rob Gronkowski is going to get traded. I mean, there's some stuff swirling around there, but they're still the Patriots. Bill Belichick's still going to be their coach. Tom Brady's still going to be their quarterback. So, you know, that that's always tough. But so, out of the bye, you've got at Dallas, New England at home. Then you go to Indy, to Houston. Uh, so those will probably be crucial games, division games there. And that just seems, November seems like a, like the toughest stretch of this schedule again as we sit here right now a lot can change but that that looks like the the month of november seems like it'll tell us a lot about what this team's going to be four or five on the road uh and then your home game is new england so that's that's pretty brutal uh i don't i don't care how it shakes out with injuries uh that's that's pretty brutal uh titans are going to have to come out of there 
it's probably two and three, I'd say, to stay in the playoff hunt. But uh, as you're about to get to, it, it does lighten up there at the end. Yeah, and that's the point. So then you come you come back home on the 2nd of December for the Jets. You've got Jacksonville the following week. You go to the Giants uh, on the 16th of December, and then you've got Washington and Indianapolis at home to end the season. So that that's at least, you know, again, as we look at it right now, favorable to have four out of your last five games at home. Um, two division games. Uh, the Jets, who I, I don't expect to be uh, in contention for a playoff spot, the same kind of with the Giants. I mean, never, never an easy chore to go up there and, and win in December. Uh, when the elements will probably be pretty rough. Washington, I mean, I, I think they'll be a they'll be a pretty good team, but not you know an unbeatable group. So, I think if if you can kind of tread water into December, then again, at least as we sit here right now having four out of five at home, two of them division games, so you can kind of make up some ground if you're a little bit behind there. Um, so, I mean, I, I like the way the schedule sets up in that, in that you have a chance with a lot of home games towards the back end, a couple of division games. So if they're, if they're in the mix, you have to look favorable at the way it plays out. But again, like you said from the beginning, we thought the same thing about last year's schedule when you had you know road games against the Cardinals and the 49ers and then home to the Rams. We saw how much different that was. And again, the 49ers and the Rams weren't really any good. Um, but the Titans you know, caught the 49ers after they had acquired Jimmy Garoppolo. They were a much different team after that. Um, you, you know, and the Rams were obviously all better than than we than we thought they would be. But you you gotta like having the bulk of your home games kind of on the back end there. Yeah, it doesn't really matter uh, who you play. Four out of five to end the season is, is what you want. Uh, and it's interesting we were talking about this earlier. You end the season with the Colts at home. I don't remember the last time that happened. It, it seems like. Uh, the Titans always play the Colts in Indy to either end the season or, or, or super late in the season. So, so that was one noticeable difference for me. Uh, and you, that trip to to New York to play the Giants, I don't know what the Giants are going to be. Uh, apparently, they're not going to take a quarterback on, on Thursday. You know, we'll, we'll see about that. But you add Saquon Barkley to that mix. That's Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham. That's a that's a pretty potent offense uh, in a tough matchup in in December. So. Uh, I guess we should mention the Redskins game could be flexed to Saturday night. Uh, I, I guess if the Titans and Redskins are both in the hunt uh, for the playoffs. So one minor note there. Yeah, and again, you know, cool that the Titans get two uh, Monday night football games. I don't remember the last time they played on Monday night twice. You've got obviously the Thursday night game. Everybody gets one of those. But there was some, uh, you know, obviously playing at Dallas this year, there was a chance they could play on Thanksgiving. That, that's not the way this shook out. Um, and then, and you, you know, you, you look at the back half of the schedule and maybe a game, could that, you know, New England game get flexed to a Sunday night game? That, I think that would, be, that would be cool. It's been a while since Titans have played on Sunday night, and it's just something that I'd like to see just because that, you know, that, that means you're in the mix. That means that... There's a storyline there that the national TV audience, at least the networks, think they want to see. Hasn't been the case for the Titans lately just because you haven't had that many compelling games for them. So maybe they can get another one of those. But, I mean, you know, like I said, you look at it, three primetime football games right now, uh, a chance for maybe one or two more. And then obviously, you know, the back half of the season, all that depends on records and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, and again, 
the the more you win, the more national TV games you get, and that's what we're seeing this year. So, hopefully, you know, we'll see the t- Titans continue to make some strides. I mean, I, I think, like like we said, we knew who the opponents were going to be. Um, there's a there's a you know there's a few quirks in there as you look at the schedule, but at the end of the day, we're all excited to see this new coaching staff, especially this new offense, and what Malafour is going to bring to Marcus Mariota and company. And, you know, again, this conversation that we've been having is all contingent upon Mariota staying healthy. If he is hurt early in the year and, and misses extended period of time, um, you know, I think Blaine Gabbert's better than Matt Castle. But I, I don't think we have a lot of, you know, high hopes for a team that is led by Blaine Gabbert for any extended period of time. And, and you can make those same comments or you can have that same conversation about pretty much any of these teams that we're talking about yeah and, and one other note I, I think it's pretty cool that espn jumped on board with titans at texans you know espn hadn't done a lot of right these days uh but i think hopping on to uh, a, a budding rivalry there uh the, the rivalry is already there but you know you've got marcus mariota and deshaun watson going head to head that's a that's a marquee quarterback matchup maybe for the next decade uh, that ESPN can capitalize off of. So I think it's a smart move to go uh, get those young quarterbacks on TV, uh, get this get this Titans-Texans rivalry uh, in the spotlight because, like, like we were saying earlier, AFC South is going to be really good, and it's going to be really good for a long time. So uh, hats off to ESPN there. Yeah, absolutely. And again, just just fun to have the Titans in the in the national conversation. Um, it, it's always fun to see it through that lens because we we haven't gotten to see it much lately, just because they haven't been very good. So that's it. That, that's our breakdown of the schedule. And again, I, I'm not going to get into you know game by game wins and losses because I think that's just silly. Um, but that's kind of our, our high overview as we sit here and look at the end, you know, towards the end of April on what the 2018 season could look like. All right, so that'll pretty much do it for this week. Now, next week is the NFL Draft, um, so that's obviously you know a very exciting time. Uh, not sure exactly what the schedule will look like. We will obviously do a podcast after the first round, after the second, third rounds, at, you know, after the Saturday stuff. So we'll have three next week. We'll probably do one or two early in the week just and see if we can get uh, some interesting guests on to talk about the different players and, and what the Titans will be considering. But we, on the other hand, we, we've kind of beaten that to death at this point. And, and again, it, it's a tough conversation to have when you're not picking until 25 because so much can change leading up to that pick. So if you have any, if you have any cons- questions or, you know, wondering about needs or whatever, like I said, go back and listen to the, to the thing, the conversation we had with Hutton uh, was, was the last podcast we did. We did kind of a mock draft on the podcast before that. And then two weeks ago, or I guess last week, we had Justin Mello on and really broke down needs and some individual players. So go back and listen to that kind of stuff as we lead up to the draft this week. And like I said, we'll get a we'll get a uh, maybe just kind of a, a primer episode uh, before the draft next week, just to kind of get you ready with players that have visited the Titans and in some conversations that we've heard and that kind of stuff as to what they might be thinking. So uh, any final thoughts on any of this, Terry? Uh, One note I don't think we mentioned yesterday. Titans visited privately with Alabama safety Rod. uh, Is it Ronnie? Ronnie Harrison. There we go. Uh, So, yeah, another safety. Safety. uh, Safety for Jimmy. That's right. He might just get his wish. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I don't think that's obviously the highest need on their board, but if, if the best player that, that they have rated on their board is there and they can't get out at 25, 
then I mean, I, I think it's, I think it should be in the conversation. Anyway, all right, so that'll do it for us tonight. Again, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at jmorrismcm. Terry's at tlambertfb. Podcast at Locked On Titans. Check all that stuff out. Like I said, if, if, you, if you're new, go back and check out the episodes we've done in the last couple of weeks because that'll give you a, a ton of information on what the Titans need, what they could be thinking, um, and then different players that we've seen in mock drafts and stuff. Uh, we, we've kind of broken all that down. So go back and check that out. Uh, like I said, subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss any episodes going forward. For Terry, this is Jimmy saying thanks for listening to Locked On Titans, and we will talk to you next week on Draft Week. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Podcast Network, but why stop now? Check out the daily Locked On Podcast Network for your favorite NHL team. Find it right now in your favorite podcast app and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.